Uh, well, many of us enjoy the idea of creating. There are quite often a few obstacles on the way, and many of those obstacles follow a similar pattern. That's what inspired contemporary fibre artist Fleur Woods to write a book. It's called The Untamed Thread, and it explores the creative process and teaches us why it matters to find your creative home. She's talking about thread, but some of these lessons could apply to painting or writing, weaving, knitting, embroidery. To tell us about the book and how to bring more creativity into our own lives, Fleur Woods joins us now. Hi, Fleur. Hi, Jessie. How did you find yourself in a life of creating? Um, Well, I think just like every small child, I always loved kind of making and playing and um, was drawn to those things. But it wasn't until my adulthood that I really realised that if I didn't have them in my life, there was something missing. So I guess as I kind of wandered through life, I, I found myself, you know, exploring creativity more and more and um, worked in the corporate world and, and did all sorts of things to avoid actually <laughs> doing it, really, mm-hmm. but um, eventually found my way there. What does it feel like to take this stuff up again and to, to nourish that side of your brain and, and I suppose of your soul? It feels like coming home, really. I think when I think creativity is within all of us, uh, and, but it just comes to us all in different ways, whether it be cooking or gardening or painting or you know whatever it is. Uh, I think there's something innate in us human beings that means it makes us feel quite good when we work with our hands and connects us to our our hearts and souls often. Yeah. So, yeah, it it felt like I was probably coming coming back to my true self. Love that. Hey, congratulations on the book, which is absolutely beautiful. Wonderful colours, uh, just a great feel to the book. And why did you decide to write it? Um, well, kind of because the amazing Tonya Shuttleworth at Coa Press asked me if I wanted to write a book. <laughs> um, and I had, I guess, you know, sometimes um, I've been working as an artist for about nearly nine years and I I guess sometimes you sort of imagine that maybe one day you might do something like write a book but it wasn't until Tonya came to me and sort of suggested it that I thought oh yeah well maybe I would really love to do mm. that and and kind of dug into the idea of what that might look like. Yeah and I guess another way to ask the question is what do you want people to get out of the book? Ah so for me, I guess what I would love to share is some of the pathways that I've found towards living a more creative life, and I hope that for others it might allow them access to that and, and encourage them to, you know, I'm sharing it obviously through the lens of my work, which is based around fibre and textiles and thread and nature, but um, I believe that the paths that have helped me to find my sort of process and and the type of creativity that I love can be quite similar for everyone Um, and so I hope that when people read the book they'll take from it what they'd like and that it encourages them to follow the cookie crumbs towards their their true creative. Yeah and you have some suggestions to help inspire people and you also have some suggested obstacles they might come across. One of them quite early, you say, 
don't, you don't necessarily expect to be an expert the moment you start creating. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we're funny, aren't we, um, as humans? We, we kind of, in our mind's eye, we imagine that we can do something. And so we think we should be able to just carve out a bit of time for it and just sit down and do it. And then when we do it, we realise that perhaps it's not working out as we planned, mm. whatever that endeavour might be. And I think creativity is a practice. Um, just like anything in life, you get better at it the more you do it. Um, so it's a strange thing, but we seem to do it particularly with creativity, I think. We sort of turn up and expect to be good at it because we can envisage the end result. But often the path to the end result is just uh, many hours of practice. Mm, here's another good one. Um, practice your creativity in your favourite place. I like that. Mm. Yeah, because it's also about, for me anyway, about kind of connecting with what brings you joy and well-being. I think there's this kind of old sort of myth really that to be an artist you need to struggle and it needs to be painful and difficult. And I don't, I just don't think that's true. I mean, there's challenges in every process, but I think if you can find ways to make it more enjoyable and feel safer and more accessible, then you should absolutely give yourself that gift. The, the goal isn't to, feel, isn't to become famous and wealthy through what you create. The, the creativity itself is enough of a reward. Is that a, a, a fair way of paraphrasing you there? Yeah, yeah, I guess I think that the goal is whatever you want the goal mm. to be, but it won't be a very fun journey if you don't find processes that you really enjoy because possibly to, um, I guess, achieve some kind of critical success, you will probably have to do an awful lot of it. Um, and I guess that's the reality that a lot of people stumble across when it comes to creating. They might really love doing something, but the more they do it, the less they find they love the process. Hmm. So really geeking out about the bits that you love is probably... Um, I would say, the essential element to make it an enjoyable day job too. I love this idea. Um, you say don't second-guess your weirdness, and you, you say that in a little section about collecting things. Yes. Yeah, because I think we all have those funny little things that possibly aren't mainstream desirable or others might not appreciate as beautiful but we have always been drawn to and we love and we keep coming back to and those little treasures I think can give you clues about who you really are creatively and what your aesthetic is and um, there can be this sort of temptation to to get less weird but I would argue that by kind of digging into those little quirks um, they're kind of good information about who we are, who we truly are, what really makes our hearts sing. And, and yeah, I love what, that. Yeah. And, and speaking of collections, what is flat laying? Oh, so flat laying is really just a process of displaying things. And the thing that I love about laying things out on a flat surface is that it can give you a little bit of a perspective of them. And I particularly like to, you know, get my phone or a camera and photograph them. And then that puts that little collection into a, a sort of a one surface context, a flat surface that can allow you to see each item as a collection and by itself and give you the opportunity to edit and view and just think about things from a different perspective, I suppose. And the other thing which seems, I suppose, a little obvious, but 
uh, you go to, into it in some depth, uh, and you talk about it in quite a new way, I think, is, is talking about using nature as inspiration for your creative process. Can you flesh that out a bit for us? Yeah, so for me, I think quite a lot of light bulbs started you know, going off when I would just find myself wandering around the garden or on a walk and you know, foraging and collecting little things and just really taking time to notice them. And I think what really kind of hit home for me was that the process, the life cycle um, and the seasons within nature often kind of mimic the creative process in lots of ways and mimic the emotional kind of roller coaster of creativity as well. Um, so I think there's a lot that can be learnt from nature on a lot of levels. But also for me, I guess nature is, a huge source of inspiration so I think sometimes whatever it is you're inspired by it's really great to be in it and fully immerse yourself in it and observe it and allow yourself to really spend time noticing it it kind of might not feel like you're creating in that moment but actually it's feeding your brain and your soul with mm. all of the knowledge it needs to create. I love that. There's, it's a really full book. There's lots of text and, of course, lots of beautiful pictures. It's called The Untamed Thread, and I've been talking to contemporary fibre artist Fleur Woods. Thank you, Fleur. Thanks, Jesse.